Welcome everybody to episode number 56 of Ghost Party Radio, an in-depth and very serious exploration into the world of crushes on film. I am mm. your paramour, Adam Cervantes Wagner, and allow me to introduce my cold turkey, Trevor Dillon. Oh, Adam. Oh, Adam. It has been two and a half weeks since we have spoken over the airwaves. Welcome back, Ghost Party listeners. Yeah, thank you uh, for obviously holding on, constantly texting us, where's the episode, please, I need it. Yeah, those like 13 people that listen to the show have been directly contacting me saying, I wake up every Friday morning, every Thursday morning, whatever, because we don't really have a consistent release date. Uh, And I look for that update that Ghost Party Radio is back, and they are sorely mistaken that there will be one in. But it is back, folks. Ghost Party Mm -hmm. Radio is back. It's back somehow, Um, and we've got probably a shorter episode for you today just to kind of rev up our own engines, just to ease you guys back into the listening of Ghost Party Radio, because we know it can be pretty harsh. Yeah, I gotta rev up my engine, Adam. I gotta rev it up. Let's hear it. Uh, Okay, so listen, this guy, my co-host, Adam, he's real slippery. I gotta talk about this. (laughs) The reason we've been gone for two and a half weeks, this guy, he must be the busiest guy on the planet because we cannot record. You're one to talk. I've been trying all week just to get you back here and nothing. Okay, Mr. Moonfall. Listen, this guy (laughs) on Thursday night, we're supposed to record. He says, I'm going to go see the movie Moonfall instead of recording. And I say, okay, let's record afterwards. He shows up an hour after we're supposed to record. I say, forget it. Don't worry about it. Adam, how was Moonfall? It was bad. It was so bad. (laughs) I was actually, so I saw the the trailer for this before um, No Time to Die. And I was like, well, you know, that could be a fun disaster movie. I'm personally like terrified of like, um, cosmic event stuff like that so i was like this looks like it could be fun yeah that, uh, that would be genuinely scary if you were like one day you just woke up on twitter they were like hey the moon is going to crash into the earth yeah exactly and so i mean this movie was just bad it was way overwritten the producers had notes in every single like point there was a b plot that really was so boring and they kept cutting to it and it drove the movie out like an hour longer than it needed to be um here, let me give you an insight of how bad this was. The one of the main characters, um, who's like the, he's the scientist, but he's no one believes him, and he's really dorky, you know. But he proves himself at the end. He, here are two lines of his in the movie. One, what would Elon do? And two, I love Elon. <laughs> hey, listen, I drive a Tesla, man. I can't, I can't even, I can't even front. <laughs> Uh-huh. My my rich girlfriend bought a Tesla, so that's what I drive around now. Okay, that's why you've been so busy. <laughs> yeah, I've been busy just sitting at chargers in Tustin, California, just waiting uh-huh. 45 minutes for it to charge. Being a trophy boyfriend. Yeah, that's who I am. Listen, I'm not the breadwinner. I'm fine with it. Hey, do you care to explain what the last episode of this podcast was? That solo episode? <laughs> that Jeff Goldblum? Listen, this Adam this Adam guy, my co-host, this guy thinks he's Jeff Goldblum, man. I listened to this episode. It, this People literally are, ha- are – they're, they're torn. I'm going to let you know right now. They're torn. Yeah. They're yeah. either insanely attracted to that episode or just fully creeped out by it. That's what I call the Jeff Goldblum effect. I, I completely agree. I was getting the ex- exact same mixed results in my <laughs> inbox after it aired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was cracking up. I thought it was funny, but 
I'm a narcissist, and anytime I hear my name, I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh about it. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, I just wanted to put something out there. We, you and I, were we're kind of having trouble getting on the same wavelength, and I was yeah. going through some stuff, uh, which I won't get into, but I can best describe as extremely similar to the plot of Casablanca. Jesus, a classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now, you know, we I wanted to put that out there, um, and now we're back. I guess probably maybe we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we've had two and a half weeks where I've been marred by like, like I literally lost my 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 microphone and my <laughs> headphones were stolen out of the truck that I do the um, drive-in screenings of every week for the Frida Cinema in uh, beautiful downtown Santa Ana. They were stolen out of that truck, so I I had to like buy them again, right? They <laughs> they get to my apartment. They get stolen again. Like literally, <laughs> I have on my ring camera a video of a man coming up, and you've seen it, Adam. Yeah, stealing my microphone and my headphones, and go off, King. Listen, I I was safe myself and my dogs, my girlfriend. We were safe in our apartment. Have your fun. Get your money. Bezos sent me <laughs> new ones, but it, you know it's a little bit of a delay. And uh, it's just crazy that, like, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened since we've been off the air in these last two and a half weeks. Like, um, Sundance, like, kind of happened. Uh, right. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I won't say, like, it actually, like, happened. But, like, apparently Sundance Film Festival happened. I didn't – even as a programmer at a, a small theater um, is – I have no idea what played at Sundance this year. I mean, I feel like literally no movie got any hype. Um, I sure will. T- we'll talk about that in our next episode. Our next episode is going to be our uh, most anticipated of 2022. But man, I-, I didn't hear about anything out of Sundance. It almost this is like it didn't happen. Like you know, my favorite podcast, I versus the Big Boy. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, I versus the Big Boys. I should say. Uh, Kevin Cookman, uh, one of my favorite uh, critics, he called it the five out of ten festival because every movie that played, he was like, ah, eh, five out of ten. Fuck it. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, so, I mean, like, there's been a lot of world events that have happened uh, since we've been off the air, and uh, we're ready to come back, and we're ready to talk about something uh, extremely important. Adam, do you want to set that up? Yeah, by the way, uh, just in time before World War Three, we get back to our podcast here. Yeah, absolutely, and we're ready for it. Apparently, Ukraine has announced that they are accepting crypto, or I think it might be Bitcoin as a national currency. Well... That's uh, that's like the Lusitania, I guess. I haven't um, sat you down yet and given you the whole NFT crypto talk, but we'll, we'll get <laughs> to it eventually. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so today, let's keep it light. It was Valentine's Day. Um, Trevor, what did you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, it's a really good question. So on my Valentine's Day, I um, had, of course, as you know, I'm a big fan of options uh, when it comes to me and my life partner. Uh, she, she needs, as you know very well, she needs four to five options. So right. I booked four to five things. Uh, what we ended up doing is we ended up going to, and we have the Regal Pass where we can see movies for free. Like I just saw Jackass for free by mm-hmm. myself. Um, we'll get to that later. But we went to this like really nice, fancy um, movie theater in Newport called the Lot. The Lot, yeah, the Lot, not the Loft. The Loft is my favorite movie theater in the world. That's in Arizona, but. Um, it's called The Lot, and they literally had a prefixed menu <laughs> for dinner that you could go to this movie theater and sit in their nice little bar area, have a nice dinner, and then we saw the uh, Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson vehicle, <laughs> Marry Me, which uh, I have plenty of thoughts on that maybe don't need to go on this uh, podcast. But Are they overall, Moonfall-esque? 
Yeah, no, well, you know what? I thought, and I know people were really liking it, and I liked it a lot, but I thought the premise, the central premise was fairly flawed. Uh-huh. I've, <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, like the general premise of the movie is very clunkily handled, but yeah. once it's handled, it's actually a nice little charming rom-com, and J-Lo, and people were freaking out about J-Lo's performance in Hustlers. I think her performance in this is actually much better, and People were like, oh, she didn't get nominated for an Oscar for Hustlers. And I don't expect her to get nominated for an Oscar for Marry Me, but I thought she was much better in this. And the movie was actually very meta in a weird way. And anybody who's seen Marry Me and listens to this podcast knows what I'm talking about when I say that. It's fine. It's honestly a fine rom-com, and I'm not mad I saw it. I'm just mad that I paid, like, $150 for dinner and a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, All I'm that sure podcast ad money is just going to waste. Yeah, when uh, when Jen came over after the, your date, she said she had a great time. <laughs> well, what did you guys do for Valentine's Day? Fill me in. I did. Uh, hence the Casablanca thing earlier. I didn't do nothing except, uh, <laughs> you know, look at a beautiful friendship. I guess. Yeah, it was the end of a beautiful friendship. That's yeah. that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, I already teased our most anticipated episode coming up, but let's get into it. I mean, we're 11 minutes into this episode. I think that's enough catching up. I think um, fans of the podcast are happy to have us back. Um, that boy is back. Jeff Goldblum is back. <laughs> um, like you said, we're going to keep it short. We're going to talk about uh, movie crushes. I'm posting the episode now. And uh, Oscar nominations, which I know people want to hear a lot about. But um, let's start here, Adam. Uh, can you think back to your young age, which you're still very young, but who was your first movie crush? Can you think of who it was? Um, that is a great question. You can, uh, you, can you can tap on your mic here and give yourself some time. No way, we got to run through it. See, so you proposed this idea for the um, – for the episode, and I think this is—I like this idea, especially if somehow this podcast makes it to next year, of putting our movie crush of the year because I definitely have mine from this past year. Yeah, um, I mean, we're stomping on I versus the big boy territory there, where they do a hottest of the flick every single episode. But I think that we're allowed to do one episode on our movie crushes, well, possibly our H wordiest episode ever. Well, guess what? Um, uh, I'm not that vain. I don't. I believe in personality as well, and so my crush for the year has to do with uh, more of what's on the inside, Trevor. Okay, wait. So are you telling me that I have to think about uh, my favorite crush of 2021? Yeah. Well, I tell you what my youngest crush was. I guess. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Youngest? What's going on here? My first movie crush. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, oh! I thought you were telling me to do a 2021 crush. But yeah, no, I have, I have a youngest crush. That's why I teed you up for the question. Yeah. Well, what's yours? So mine is. It's a little controversial, right? Because I haven't Googled it. But uh oh, uh, it's Roman the, Polanski. <laughs> no, the reason why it's controversial is because I think that the actress that I had a massive crush on, I think she was younger than 18 when i had a crush on her but i was eight years old or nine years old you know what i mean so yeah i think that's okay (laughs) i'm not watching this movie again being like whoa you know what i mean like i haven't watched this movie in a long time because it's a really really bad movie a famously bad movie but uh have you ever seen the film lost in space from like 1998 1999 no okay so william hurt uh the guy who plays joey from friends (laughs) <laughs> uh, a bunch of them got together to make a, a Lost in Space movie based on the TV show, uh, Johnny Five and all that stuff. And apparently Netflix picked up one with Parker Posey, who uh, – shout out Parker Posey. We love Parker Posey. But um, uh-huh. 
There's a movie in 1998, and I, all I remember from it was that uh, William William Hurt, yeah, William Hurt has a really really strong performance in it, as almost always he does. But uh, are you familiar with the actress Lacey Chabert? No, looking it all up right. now. Google it. She's in Mean Girls and the the Black Christmas remake. She's in this movie, and I'm sure she's very young. She plays a teenager in it, and that 1,000%. I pulled up the IMDb, and I'm like, the first thought I see when this with this headshot is, oh, Jan. <laughs> no way. That, that yeah. can't be true. So, she so, looks like Jan. No. So Lacey yeah. Ch- no, Lacey Chabert. So she apparently has made a living now making, like, um, Christian movies, but – she was in movies for a while. She was one of the three mean girls in Mean Girls. And she was obviously, like I just said, in the Black Christmas remake. But she, if you type in Lacey Chabert, Lost in Space, uh, I have not looked at a picture of what she looks like in 10 years. But that was a massive, massive early crush for me in movies. Uh-huh. And apparently still a crush now. Yeah, no, Lacey Chabert is beautiful woman I'm, she seems yeah because she looks like your girlfriend that is not okay Liz Schmier is a white woman who is like gotta be 40 something by now it's very very well, good looking look at everyone on imdb go look at the headshot there and uh so you were you were into the like emo yeah, yeah yeah so you're looking at the picture yeah no i think that she had kind of like bangs and she uh i i, I don't know i just i just gotta say that it was like my very 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 early movie crush uh, but I have to flip the tables on you and ask, do you have an early movie crush? Um, I don't know if I have a movie crush, but my mind goes to TV. Uh-huh. And she was also young at the time, but I think I was the same age, to be fair. But if to get even more cringy here, she was a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that would be uh, Toph from Avatar The Last Airbender. You ever watched okay. that? Well, I'm going to Google it. You're going to hear me... Uh... You're going to hear me uh, clicking away here. So uh-huh. it's very funny that you mentioned an animated character because my third question on my list is, hey, you freak, do you have <laughs> do you have an animated crush? <laughs> okay, so you go, you went with the bangs as well. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And she was also, the, I'm, I'm assuming as yours was, more of the tough, spunky girl. Yes, the, yeah. the, the not afraid to give you a little bit of a back talk and – yeah. The mood, moody teenager. Okay, all we're, right. We're not alphas here on Ghost Party Radio. No, this is a beta podcast, no doubt. Um, yeah, no, that's that's an interesting pick. It's funny because I have to skip my weird question that I was going to set you up for. But um, <laughs> do, you, do, do you have – we were just talking about our best of the 2020 – 2010s, I should say, our favorites of the 2010s. But you, um, you're going to skip that question is what you're telling me? Well, but you just gave me an answer, though. You literally gave yeah, me – Yeah, but what is for, yours? My my crush? Your animated crush. Oh, man. You know, Nala, the Lion King. <laughs> that, uh-huh. was, that was an early one. Like, Simba. I know a lot of women are, like, attracted to Simba. And that was, okay. like, on the same coin, the other side of the coin. I mean, Nala's, she's a cute lion, you know, lioness. What can I say? Yeah. You know what? Let's keep it moving. What were you talking about? Let's yeah, let's get away from this for sure. Um, I, I do have to ask: Is there anybody in like 2010s? Because I'm, I'm, it's a loaded question, obviously, because I have very much of an answer. But um, I'm a big fan of uh, Haley Lou Richardson, uh, who you might know from one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Columbus. Uh, I have a massive, massive crush on Haley Lou Richardson. Yeah. 
yeah. who apparently um, is one of those girls who proposed to her boyfriend. Whoa, okay. That is up yeah. your alley. Yeah, but I'm also like, if you're with Haley Lee Richardson, you're not proposing. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Maybe he's too intimidated by her. Yeah, I don't know, man. As is like, she had been in like Columbus and Edge of Seventeen, which I just rewatched, and she's just a total delight. And I know it's on your can team this year, and I don't want to give it too much credit, but she's uh, in the upcoming After Yang and anything that Haley. Re- I mean, she's just. She's also a great actress. It's like I mean, she's obviously very. I think she's very cute, but uh, she's a great actress, and I would say that that's got to be like my leading crush of the 2010s. I don't know if I really have one. I feel like um, Hollywood doesn't cater to my personal tastes. And what would your personal taste be? Uh, just anime. <laughs> yeah so so like maybe like the wachowskis one day will nail it but. <laughs> yeah actually channing tatum as a wolf was exactly it and also uh the did you watch the new matrix movie yes the god what's her name the, what are you the, what are you talking about you asking we had we did a podcast about yeah, that yeah 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 but uh uh god what oh my gosh um um the the her name is like rabbit or something what's her oh name? yeah Oh no! Why can't I think of it? I, kn- I know you're thinking that she's in like the opening scene doing the yeah, chase. Yeah. yeah, but the Wachowskis always say that one of the a uh, bugs, bugs, bugs. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, she's gonna be in Knives Out too. I mean that that's gonna right. be that's gonna be the when we do this episode in ten years. That's gonna be the uh, the twenty twenties crush for sure. Bugs. Oh, you know who I like? Yeah. I like um, that the AT and T girl who was in the Werewolves Within movie. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. 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 Uh, I feel bad for her because she started getting a little, uh, like a little bit harassed when she yeah. was on these AT and T. But she's super, super good. Yeah. Uh, give me a second. She's Squirrel Girl. She's apparently going to be in a Squirrel Girl movie for Marvel. Okay. Um, oh my God! Why can't I think of her name? Uh, it's, like, shout out- it's Russian. Yeah, it's very Russian. Uh, but shout out to Werewolves Within, the Josh mm-hmm. Rubin movie, which uh, I'm a big fan of. Yeah, uh, and I love some Sam Richardson. Yeah, he's the best. I mean, that movie yeah. was. Re- that movie, we're going to be doing, spoiler, our top 10 movies or our top 10 favorite movies of 2021 soon. And, man, that is um, frighteningly close to my top 10. I, I watched it here at the uh, the Freedom Cinema in beautiful downtown Santa Ana. And mm. it, it w- Josh Rubin is the real deal, man. I can't wait to see what he directs next. Her name is Milana Weintraub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. I totally agree with you. She's fantastic, and yeah. the re- the reveal in that movie is a really big uh, payoff if you're a big fan of her. But um, good pick, very good pick. Thank you. You okay. might have some. You might have some taste after all. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, hopefully we can get her to the Frida one day in beautiful downtown Santa Ana. Yeah. Thank you for finally catching on to the to the bit. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, speaking of crushes, I, I wanted to bring up something that I thought was interesting and that I've noticed recently, and I know John Waters has talked extensively of, about it, but um, they have been hanging hog in a bunch of movies lately. Have you noticed this? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a nice revolution going on here. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, like Red Rock, and I'm watching, and I'm like not shocked by the amount of hog in that movie. Uh, but then I went and saw Jackass, and I'm like, holy smokes! Like everybody but Knoxville is showing hog in this movie, and I'm like, that's kind of like wild that movies are allowed to like. Hang. Like uh, we have a movie playing this weekend called um, Short Bus. It's a yeah. John Cameron Mitchell movie. First, literally first scene, guy in a bathtub looking at his hog. 
Uh, I just played uh, Bad Luck Banging or Looney Porn. First scene, Hog. I'm like, is this mm-hmm. is this going to be the decade of Hog on screen? It it look. This has already been. We're two years into the decade of Hog, Trevor, and you know that. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to be a really great recap of the decade. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's an interesting way to go. Um, you know, we've been we've always had our little glimpses of Hog w- with Watchmen or with Shame. Um, but finally yeah. getting into it bravely, it's nice. Yeah, like I was always like, like people were like, "Oh, uh, Ben Affleck hangs Hog in Gone Girl," and I'm like, "Yeah, if you're like, if you're really, really paying attention to the scene where he's in the <laughs> shower and you're looking at the reflection." Or I heard like, "Oh, Bradley Cooper hangs Hog in uh, Nightmare Alley or whatever," and I'm like, "Not really," you know what I mean? Like that, it's, right. it, it's not the same. So, uh, while, yeah, I mean like prosthetics. These are like. We're, we're beating around the bush here, uh, figuratively. And it's like, if we're going to talk movie crushes, we do need to talk about the other side of the coin for us, personally, right. I suppose. Yeah. And just talk about how, it, you're right, it's the decade of hanging hog in movies, and I want to see it. So i got to ask, Adam, who do you want to see hang hog <laughs> in the 2020s? <laughs> wow, great question. And I think we might have the same answer. Okay. Uh, we'll say on three. Yeah, all right. Ready? All right. Yeah. And he, he might share a name with you. Ready? Three, Three two, one. Adam Shrek. Driver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, we I, got close with Adam Driver and Annette, I feel like, right? Yeah, yeah. Annette feels like a movie where he could have just pulled it out, and I would have been like, yeah, okay, sure. It's a, it would have made sense. Um. Yeah, good. I, I can see him doing that soon for sure. I mean, like – who, what other director? Okay, so what he just signed on to do Wes Anderson's uh, uh, Nightmare Alley. No, uh, it's, it's called <laughs> I think it's called like Asteroid City or something. It's like his new star-studded movie. Uh-huh. And uh, I know we're getting off topic here, and I know we need to talk about the Oscar nominations. But um, what director do we need to see Adam Driver work with? I mean, he has that. We've had this conversation, I think, even privately before, where he's worked with like every director since 2010 i mean the big i think the big boys uh to coin a phrase for my favorite podcast but i think the big boys that he hasn't worked with are tarantino and paul thomas anderson but man that guy gets he's been in like everybody's movies Mm -hmm. yeah i think maybe when he works with gaspar noe yeah or maybe a lady maybe he should uh hop over to a lady although has he been in a greta gerberg i mean he's working with greta gerberg right now in the noah bombach movie but right um geez i I would like to see him in a claire denis movie or a jane campion movie or something i feel like he's he's really running his way through the big boys right now and it'd be nice to see him work with a a lady director i actually can't think of one right now yeah i rewatched um francis ha pretty recently um and it's funny because he's having dinner with uh francis and they're just kind of talking and she got her check in the mail, you know, finally. And so she's like, no, 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 the dinner's on me. And Adam Driver's playing like, oh, are you sure? Oh, OK. Well, thank you. You are a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched Francis Hall recently. And as you know, I absolutely loved it. So, yeah, it's so um, good. I was a little bit too late watching that for my best of the 2010s. I know yeah. you had it on your list, but it absolutely I mean, like. It's on Criterion right now, and it's so short that I'm like, should I watch this, like, every three, four weeks? Mm-hmm. All right, hit, hit tap, tap, tap. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to do this episode with absolutely zero edits. So Yeah, uh, we're okay. Yeah, we're completely raw here. All right, um, let's, uh, let's get to the of the year. 
You had a of the year what? Of the year your crush from the year. Oh my my crush of the year. Well, I yeah. have to do some thinking. I didn't know. Right. We don't we don't do any research for this movie. So <laughs> yeah. so, so uh, for this podcast, I should say. So let me run down um, <laughs> on my letterbox, which uh, follow me at uh, Trevor Dills, of course. Uh, well, sh- Adam, I, I gotta tell you who I know who my twenty twenty two crush is gonna be, and it, and it is a it is a Vince Carter slam dunk. Have you seen Kimmy yet? I have not. Ugh, the new Soderbergh movie. It's like Rear Window meets the conversation meets Blow Up meets Blow Out. It's with <laughs> Zoe Kravitz and man, blue hair. That that I mean that is a. There's no question that is my movie. I mean, I know she's in the new Batman coming out. There's mm-hmm. no question that her in the movie Kimmy is going to be my crush of 2022. I mean, it's Zoe. I mean, it's Zoe Kravitz. It's it's literally the easiest call in the world. Speaking of hanging hog, do you remember that? A viral video from like years ago, maybe like five or six years ago, of <laughs> Lenny Kravitz performing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he wore pants that were just a little bit too tight. Yeah, and and they like ripped as he does, <laughs> as he did a squat. <laughs> no, no. He he does like the he like yeah he like um slides to the ground like playing guitar. And, and his pants just like explode, yeah. and we just get we just get Lenny Kravitz hog just immediately. It's so funny. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, well I'm gonna run through some 2021 releases. I think that um, do you want won't it? I mean, let's just talk about it in well, general. Well, let me because I because I think you might be able to guess my crush actually. Other than Milana Weintraub and Werewolves Within, right? A movie I haven't seen. Um, I think. Yeah, yeah, let's see. All right, first of all, yeah, get it out of the way. It's a man. Okay. And Shit. it's and I've talked about this person on the podcast before. It's specifically the character. I don't know the actor's name. Shoot. Um, and uh, when I say when I say who it is, you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, of course when you were talking about him." Yeah. <sighs> it's Jared Leto in House of Gucci. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let uh, me run through the year and crushes okay. in general, mm-hmm. just kind of looking at it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm warm, let me know, okay? Uh, so you just want me to tell you the movie? No, no. no. I'm just going to run through the year real quick, and you can just tell me if I if I hit on it at all or if I'm okay. just completely far. So obviously, Milana Weintraub, Werewolves Within, obviously an easy one. Uh, Emma Stone, as always, Cruella. She's awesome. Uh, Melanie Laurent in Oxygen. We talked about the movie Oxygen. Mm-hmm. Can't cannot be understated. Um, uh, Britney Spears in the Britney Spears doc, obviously. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Alicia Vikander in The Green Knight, uh, playing a dual role. Cannot miss that. Um, let's see. Moving down, of course. Uh, Teton. We don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> Uh, of course, last night in Soho had a couple of uh, had a couple of uh, good-looking girls. Kristen Stewart, obviously, in uh, Spencer. Da, 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 da. Oh, I mean, okay. So now, now we're getting into it. Now we're really getting into it. I think the movie crush this year, uh-huh. it must be Alana Haim, Licorice Pizza. It must okay. be. Okay, again, I said it was a man. I know, but I'm telling you my crush for the year. Okay. <laughs> because you never know that Alana Haim is going to make a recovery and be an actress who's going to be in a major movie motion picture again. You don't know that. Right. So I think that 2021, that's got to be the year of Alana Haim. She didn't get an Oscar nomination, which we'll get to in a moment. 
but it's got to be the the crush of the year must be Alana Haim and Liquor's Pizza. Right. Okay. That's a good choice. I think um, she does. Well, so is it the character? Or is it, it's Alana. It's Alana. Don't. That, that, I don't want to get into the chorus. It's Alana. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'd be okay if it's the character. I mean, this, the character. <laughs> the character has been pegged many times as problematic. Sure, but no. Yeah, but Alana, if she likes you. <laughs> yeah. if, she, if you like me as, as a 15 year old then it wouldn't be a problem no um so so tell me ha- have i mentioned the movie have i gotten anywhere near it no is it drive my car yes oh i <laughs> nailed it i got it i am at the frida cinema in beautiful downtown santa Ana right now and we are playing drive my car at 2 30 which means that it is 4 30 right now which means that movie is only two hours in there's a full hour left <laughs> and you know the person i'm talking about um that's that's actually a good question because there's a couple of there's a couple of uh studs in that movie mm-hmm. there's a uh, um uh, Heidi Toyoshi uh, Nashijima, but there's also the gentleman who plays Ryu, mm-hmm. uh, as who's on uh, We Tai. Uh, who are you talking about? You remember when we were talking about the episode or yeah, on the episode of the podcast, and I was saying there's one part that really warmed my heart just some genuine acting. Yes, you enjoyed the scene where they go over to the Korean guy's house and they have yeah. dinner. Yes. Yeah, in fact, if my crush can be that couple, yeah. I would like it to be. Um, but yeah, I just love the interactions they have at that dinner, the way he's sort of so sweet with her and and kind of dealing with this translation thing that he's trying to you know work on. And it just shows a lot of his character and his personality and how much love there is. And the reveal, I think, for that too is really good. Yeah, the, the reveal, which it's been out for a while, so we can talk about it. The reveal that he gets his wife a job on the the set of that play by being like, I think she's like great. I think she highly qualified. And then we learned that he's married to her. I really like that. I think that I think that was a really cute reveal. Yeah. So, so there you go. I think, but then she is also really sweet. She has what I think is the best moment in the movie at the very end. Yes. Um, there, I cannot overstate how a three hour movie that constantly is holding your attention, like really long scenes at a time, when you have a character who is doing sign language and is literally forcing you. Like, if you're at home watching this, a lot of people are like, should I watch it at home or whatever when it goes on HBO Max? I'm like, you can try, but mm-hmm. watching it at a movie theater and having that character come in every once in a while and literally glue you to the screen with what she is saying is fascinating filmmaking yeah absolutely and it was so good um but yeah so i think my crush if i can i'm gonna make it that couple because uh great yeah great i mean it's that's it's a little less shallow than my pick but uh (laughs) (laughs) so we have the uh the keys and uh and uh rhythm guitar player from the band heim uh, Alana Haim <laughs> is my pick, and then your pick is the uh, the couple, the Korean uh, gentleman and Japanese lady from Drive My Car. So mm-hmm. uh, if anyone calls this <laughs> this show highbrow, uh, <laughs> then they are they are not right. They are not correct. Um, uh, all right. But speaking of highbrow, let's move on to our other part of the conversation, where we are going to speak of the Academy. Uh, mm-hmm. Some snubs, some flubs, some mm-hmm. deserved nominees. Uh, Adam, do you want to talk about the Oscar nominations? People want our reactions. 
Not really. Okay, great. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to Ghost Party Radio. Um, Adam, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, check out uh, my website, adamjcwagner.com, where I post the stuff I make. And follow me on Letterboxd, Adam with three M's. All right. And uh, do you want to ask me if I have any plugs? Uh, you already plugged, but go ahead. <laughs> my plugs are Trevor Dills on Letterboxd, Twitter, and Instagram, and Adam. I have a brand new plug that you are going to be psyched about. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I will be producing a feature film at the end of the year, and we are raising funds for that feature film right now. We are close to $40,000 out of the 60000 that we want to raise. The movie, Adam, is called The Build-Out, and you can hear all about it if you go to thebuildoutfilm.com. It is executive produced by Greg Newkirk of Hellier fame. Uh, he's a huge name in the paranormal world. Uh, you really, really like him if you checked him out. He's an awesome guy. And it is uh, written and directed by Autour Phenomena, a guy who's been on two episodes of the show, the Blue Ruin and the Town episode, uh, mm-hmm. Zishan Yunus, and uh, produced by yours truly. And uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be weird. I know a lot of people who are like talking about it are like, "Wow, this movie feels like it's gonna revolutionize." I'm like, no, actually, genuinely, it's gonna be a very, very weird and very mm-hmm. interesting movie. And we're really, really excited to shoot it. And we have an awesome cast lined up. Um, we have uh, Hannah Eileen, who's uh, based out of Atlanta, who's in uh, a Doom Patrol, and she was in the movie The Hunt. Uh, we have Emily Bennett who uh, just released a brand new movie literally called Alone With You that we actually just played here at the Frida Cinema. She's uh, a genre maven and absolutely great. And then we have uh, Rian Reese, who is in the uh, David Gordon Green Halloween 2018. It's an awesome cast, uh, awesome crew, and we're really, really excited about it. And anybody who listens to this uh, podcast should go to that website, thebuildoutfilm.com. And uh, we would love to take uh, any of your money from you and uh, (laughs) get to our, our goal. And we really want to make a future film. Yeah, I like it. I, I, from what I've learned about it, I'm really excited. You know, call the build out. Obviously, it's going to be a Lego horror film, as you were mentioning. <laughs> um, and I can't wait. I think it will revolutionize it. Those are bold words from a, a, a young man who has been literally, literally, as of four days ago, offered a job on the set of that film uh, <laughs> and, truly, and truly has not answered uh, that text message, which is very what? odd. You know, I'm, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I literally offered you a job on the set of that, and I gave you the rate per day, and you did not respond to it. <laughs> so uh, playing hardball on me, but uh, right. Adam probably will be on the set of that movie. I don't um, see why not. Which is awesome. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, go to that website, and that is my major plug that you're going to be hearing until uh, probably October of 2022, honestly. Yeah, and uh, I think we have a certain special episode of this coming up next month just to kind of – promote that movie and and wind down the fundraiser yeah i mean to put the pressure on uh zishan the writer director and then uh, justin moore who's going to be shooting the movie director photography cinematographer uh i have challenged them to come on ghost party radio and to do an episode of our classic podcast hubie hot loween uh <laughs> where we're going to be watching hubie halloween together and adam has purchased the uh 
hot sauces from the hot ones, and uh, we'll be eating uh, hot wings or just basically eating hot sauce, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and that'll probably that, or I can pretty much guarantee that'll be our first uh, filmed episode. Yes, I mean it just it would lose power if we were just doing the audio <laughs> yeah. version of it. Right. But um, the other half of that is obviously we're going to be watching the Adam Sandler classic uh, Hubie Halloween. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe we'll release that as an audio track afterwards, but yeah, there you go. So stuff yeah. to look forward to. Awesome. Well, we ran through it. We're back. We're back. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be trying to put out uh, one of these a week. I know I've just been super busy trying to get that campaign off the ground. And mm-hmm. Adam, I know you've been in uh, your Casablanca situation. So Yeah. Uh, I want to give one more moratorium uh, before we get out of here. And that is uh, the uh, the film bar in Phoenix, Arizona, one of the uh, integral, um, you know, uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not really, I, I guess. I, yeah, no. One of the integral kind of theaters or community staples of uh, the Phoenix, Arizona area. Um went out of business while we were not recording and uh i just want to say r.i.p film bar and they're 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 amazing and it's one of the places that i went to that literally made me think like wow you can play repertory movies and new movies and mix them together and it made me come back to orange county and kind of get into the whole scene of programming and all that and that's why i'm at the frida cinema so i just want to say rest in peace uh film bar truly a uh, very formative place that i went to a few times and was a huge fan of so um, theaters are closing all across the country. And if there's anything that this podcast stands for, and I'll speak for Adam, is that um, there are still art houses out there playing weird movies, playing interesting movies, playing old movies that do need your help right now more than ever. And I, I know people are kind of ready to go back to the movies. So go uh, go seek out something weird that's playing near you and go pay money and sit in the audience and have a good time, talk to some people around you and create a community. And I... I um, I it's so weird how to get very serious on this podcast at the very end, but uh, it's like one of the very few things that I stand for. So yeah, go do that and mm. uh, tell them Adam and Trevor sent you. <laughs> just tell them Trevor sent you. Yeah, yeah, just leave Adam's name out of it. Um, all right, I guess that'll do it. Uh, since now I'm hosting the show again. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Trevor, we have officially crushed on some movies why not bye bye that's a 10